Welcome to the QAC Team Podcast, your quality assurance consulting team. Quality is our highest priority for your business with one goal, one direction, success. And now here's your host, Charles Luttrell. Good afternoon, listeners. Alicia, good afternoon. Hello. Thank you for joining us on the QAC Team Podcast today. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, Chuck. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm anxious and ready to hear this story. So tell our listeners who you are and what you do. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate the opportunity and I uh, just thank you so much for the invitation. Um, my name is Alicia Hamilton and I am a founding member and the current executive director of Fresh Start Furnishings. Uh, we were formerly found in Faith Ministries, uh, but we recently went through a rebrand uh, just to make sure that people in the community can find us and more clearly identify what we do when they see our name. That's very, very cool. So tell us a little bit more about um, about the business. Um, what do you do? How do you handle things? Yeah. Uh, so Fresh Start Furnishings is a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit. Um, we are located in Hartford County, Maryland, uh, that in Aberdeen, actually. Uh, we just moved to Aberdeen from Joppa Town uh, in this past December. And uh, our focus really is on transforming empty houses into homes. And we do that by collecting furniture and home goods donations that people you know, are, are looking to get rid of or repurpose, mm-hmm. recycle, they don't have a need for anymore. And instead of those items going to the landfill, we repurpose them and pass them along to people in our community that don't have them and can't afford the big expense of furniture and home goods, especially mm-hmm. um, nowadays when, you know, housing is so incredibly expensive. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, 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 they're 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 going without to pay their BGE bills and their water bills, and they're sleeping on the floor and have yeah. clothes pot on the floor and eating on the floor and just doing everything on the floor, and that's not a a really great way to live um, or a very dignified way to live. Absolutely, so, and yeah. yeah, and I was I'm glad you mentioned that because I was on the assumption you were just um, furniture only. Oh no, yep. Yeah. So more. we have a bunch of home goods as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah, anything from um, bedroom and, and bathroom linens, towels, um, sheets, comforters, all, all of those things, to small appliances, crock pots, microwaves, toaster ovens, um, mm-hmm. all your kitchenware, dishware, um, even uh, some home decor items. Although we don't, we're happy to take them when we get them, but we don't, you know, uh, we would get overrun. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I think if we put out a call for that. Uh, you know, but um, just even things like pictures, um, decorative pillows, those sorts of things that just make a home feel a little bit more cozy and right. give our clients an opportunity to express their personal style, uh, even if they can't necessarily, you know, afford to pick out everything they would absolutely love to have in the regular home goods store. Right, right. That is, that is so cool. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. very, very good. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, why did you decide to be a business owner? Uh, well, this, um, this mission really, I feel I was called to, uh, I am a woman of faith and, um, you know, I was working in foster care some years back and, uh, one of the foster care girls, 
she had gotten a place of her own through an independent living program. She was 18 years old and she was just so excited. And, you know, she's like, Miss Felicia, I got my place. I can't wait for you to see it. And I was like, well, send me some pictures. And she did. And with the exception of a twin mattress on the floor, everything else was empty. Um, she mm. had, you know, uh, just, just had nothing except in her closet. Her closet looked great. <laughs> but that was about clothes, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, that that was about all she had, and and oh. she did have hangers at least. Um, but you know, still lots of stuff on on, on personal items on the floor and whatnot. And yeah. uh, you know, I asked how how are you gonna get the things that you need? And she said, Well, the program gave me a three hundred dollar gift card to Walmart, and I was like, Oh, great! You know, because I knew um that that wasn't gonna get her very far. Right. So, right. Yeah. So I reached out to. Uh, I was doing CrossFit at the time and I reached out to that community and just shared her story. And she had had a really tragic um, upbringing, but, you know, she was had a lot of potential. And a week and a half later, I had a truck full of stuff going out to her. Wow. Um, so we were able to, yeah, we were able to furnish her apartment with, you know, sofa, um, recliner, coffee and end tables, got an actual bed up off the floor, um, you know, lamps, just a uh, dresser, you know, all, all the basics uh, right. that that make a house feel more homey and comfortable. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Great. so that was, that was the start for me. Uh, and then I just kind of started connecting in the community and um, finding out who else, you know, was, was doing that, was meeting that need in Harford County specifically, because that's where I'm from. Uh-huh. And um, I found two other uh, churches that had basically like, it was a, a furniture ministry essentially under their church umbrella. Um, And just, you know, yeah, yeah. Just uh, ladies in the community that same thing, you know, God put this mission on their heart and they were Uh doing the best they could to, to meet it. Um, But we ended up getting together and um, found another organization in Baltimore County that was already doing this and, and kind of modeled off of them and decided Mm -hmm. that there was enough need in this County um, and that we could be more effective as a nonprofit. So uh, that's what we decided to do: recruit right. a board and get our uh, tax exempt status. And then right. we've been off to the races ever since. <laughs> that and was in 2016. We were founded in 2018. Uh, we got our official designation. Yeah, I was going to say you got started. What year did you get started? But you got started in 2016. That's that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then we moved in February 2018. We moved into our first um, commercial. Uh, warehouse space uh-huh. although i like to call it a showroom not a warehouse um <laughs> but, but we were in Joppa. yeah yeah well it's really important i think yeah um, for the for the labeling people that, that we is serve. that right yeah i think that's, yeah that's a good a good way to change the way we perceive things right as a warehouse versus showroom right right yeah I, I like and that. so we've done our best to set it up just as close to a regular furniture store as we can Uh, So that way, when people come to, you know, um, for their pickup appointment, they can, you know, shop in in air quotes uh, for the the things that they need. Uh Wow. That's great. So I'm going to assume because we we talked about, you know, why you decided to be a business owner. So was that young woman that got you started was was she the reason why you chose this industry? Because that's my next question would be, why did you choose this industry? Um, yeah, well, so human services, 
in general, uh, for me, my own um, personal history, uh, I, I was adopted as a young child um, and lost my parents at a young age and was adopted by my grandparents. Um, and then, I'm sorry to uh, hear that. Yeah, uh, that, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and then be just from that kind of whole experience, I kind of got off track as a teenager. I was running with a little bit of the wrong crowd and found myself pregnant at 19. Uh, So I became a a mother very early on in life. Um, By 21 years old, I was a single mother and um, had been through domestic violence, you know, all of that. Um, And so I was just... um, kind of living living life and and trying to keep my bills paid and all um and i eventually ended up going back to college for a completely separate sort of uh degree uh in commercial interiors and found out just how much that was going to cost in the long term (laughs) and i ended up deciding that that wasn't the best uh financial decision for my little small family um so i ended up uh deciding that I thought initially I wanted to work with kids in mm-hmm. bereavement who had, who had lost someone, but I found out that that was a little still too close to home. Yeah. Um, but I've always had a, a heart for um, girls and fo- well, just kids in foster care in general, but specifically the teenagers in foster care, um, because, you know, that's when I really kind of went off track myself. And so I wanted to um, make a difference, you know, uh, for other kids that that didn't have that, uh, parental strong parental support in their life okay. so that's kind of how I found found my journey here um, and then oddly enough I feel like God kind of crossed over that interior design component just from a social services perspective uh, yeah so, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. they tie together pretty well don't they I, that's, that's yeah, yeah 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 so nice. uh, but yeah that's how that's how I found myself here and I love I just I love serving people. I love helping people move their lives forward. And uh-huh. um, when they come to us to get furniture, they they really have some momentum going. You know, they right. they've gotten a roof over their head. That's such an important basic need. You know. Uh, yeah, the first of, step, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So That's amazing. Us helping them to get the furniture is really, you know, um, it, we really do transform that empty house into a home. And that when they open their door at the end of the day. Um, they have a place that they can feel comfortable and relaxed. And uh-huh. from a psychological standpoint, I think that does, uh, you know, wonders yeah. for for people to continue on that path, you know, and to continue their next steps towards whatever goals that they're shooting for, you know. Right. Absolutely. And this is why I love what I do. I love interviewing business owners because the story is so humbling because, you know, you talk about what you do, you talk about, your own story and where you came from, you know, and how you connected those dots together to help other people. It's it's amazing, you know? Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. So what were some of the challenges that you faced um, early on when you were trying to put this together? Uh, Well, I can only, I can speak in hindsight, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I would say just from, you know, uh, starting, starting a nonprofit in general um, and just, general lesson I learned from life is always start with the budget. If you've got a, a big dream goal plan, whatever, start with the budget and figure out um, how you're going to fund that budget. 
Uh -huh. um, we were very, uh, all of us, all the ladies that founded this, we're, we're all servant parts, you know, very, very focused on serving others. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, it takes, it does take money and resources to do that. Um, and that's not essentially where we started. So um, even though, you know, we're, we're here today and, and we've, you know, furnished over um, 1,260 households in the, in the past five years, we've really been operating, which is amazing. Um, you know, we're still working on building up the reserves to keep us going and to yeah. sustain all of the, the efforts that we've done. Uh -huh. And so um, I think, uh, I think what a lot of people, I, I hear so many good hearts and people want to start a nonprofit and, um, and they want to start a nonprofit because they want to help people and they want to serve. Um, yeah. When, when we first started, you know, I was the one picking up sofas and, you know, dropping mm -hmm. off dressers and, and I was very hands-on in that regard, but uh, to actually run a nonprofit, it is very much like a business on the back end. Uh, so my role today is much different. Um, mine is, you know, a lot of computer work and, you know, behind the scenes sort of things and marketing mm. and spreadsheets and managing budgets and board development <laughs> and <laughs> all of these other things that on the back end go into running a nonprofit or any organization. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So I think, um, I think that's the biggest challenge is just being able to understand and look at the big picture, even from the start, because if you start a nonprofit, eventually it's going to require you to manage the nonprofit. Yeah. Um, and that, that management role is much different than that direct service role. Mm -hmm. Um, and if, if you're going to be able to manage it with any, um, any, effectiveness, you're going to have to get paid for the work that you're doing, unless you're one of the very few that just has all the time to give and all their back end, you know, life taken care of by some other means. Right. Uh, that's, sure. That's a great situation to be in. Uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's not the reality for most people. So. Right. So yeah. are you, um, yeah. are you hands on with like um, the things that you do to raise money and to get donations coming in? Are you part of that as well? Yes. So um, we uh, actually recently just brought on a um, very part-time development director. Um, so I'm, I'm technically part-time uh, ED right uh -huh. now working full-time. Uh, <laughs> I do have other, <laughs> other things on in the background that I, that I uh, do to, you know, maintain my personal situation. But uh -huh. uh, as far as the organization, we just brought on a, a part-time development director to assist with that. Um, because it really is a, a full-time job in itself, um, managing those um, donor relationships, uh -huh. you know, leading. We have our first ever annual signature event coming up in April. April, I'll do a little plug for that right now. It's called Tapas and Treasures, an evening to benefit Fresh Start Furnishings. Nice. And it, Yep, and it's going to be April 26, 2024 at Mountain Branch Golf. So... Uh, so that's exciting because this is our first big event that we've done and it's probably going to be our only one throughout the year unless, you know, we do maybe smaller, more client focused, uh -huh. but that's going to be our big fundraiser. Um, nice. And yeah. And grants is another, you know, another, another piece of funding the organization. And then also just connecting with people in the community that, um, that feel the same calling to this 
this mission and to meeting to helping to meet this need in the in the community right and people yeah people that have a strong sense of home and value home right that's really that that's that's what we're helping to give people Mm -hmm. Um, and that makes an impact in their lives every single day right so anyone can stop by your location and donate items uh money of course um, <laughs> <laughs> but no uh with uh with uh in-kind donations of furniture and home goods uh-huh. uh we actually have an online donation form it's right on our website at freshstartmd.org and uh so if somebody's interested in donating they can go on fill out the donation form and our donation coordinator will follow up and get them scheduled for an appointment to either come drop off or uh, if they need pickup, we do have free volunteer pickup is how I like to word it. Uh, but there are many requests for that. So our waiting list is generally around six to eight weeks. It takes a little while. Um, right. Yeah, because a lot of people, fortunately, there is no shortage of stuff. Um, right. that, that is a good, good thing. There's plenty of stuff, but uh-huh. um, the logistics of getting it, you know, from the people who have it to the people who need it um, can, you know, t- take some effort and that's, right. that's really our role. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. that sounds very interesting. So you got a lot going on. <laughs> Keep them busy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. definitely keeps me busy. Well, we've yeah. had, uh, in the past couple of months, our, uh, donation or requests for, uh, uh, application requests have almost doubled. Uh-huh. So, um, while that's great, that means that people are getting into places and getting housing. That's, you, you know, a huge win. Um, you know, on our end, it, it takes some, uh, it's taking a lot more to to process those people and to get the, the donations in the door in our showroom so that we can serve them. Right. So, yeah, yeah. But we're definitely seeing an increase in, in need across the board, which again is why, you know, um, we're looking at doing these other things to build our organizational resources so that we can meet the bigger need that we're seeing. Right. Right. And are you seeing like specific needs, like certain um, areas, like really bedroom or kitchen related, or is it just kind of like general, Hey, look, I'm getting a house or an apartment. It's one or two bedrooms. What are your, Uh, what are your requests look like? Yeah. Um, so really, it's uh, uh, the essentials across the board. Um, uh, most of our people request dining tables, dressers, and sofas. Uh, those are the main. Um, we do get a lot of requests for beds as well. Um, and we do, that is something that we're a little different from other nonprofits, is that we can accept mattress, um, uh, use mattress donations. Of course, in good condition. We don't want anything with, you know, ripped stains, tears, or anything that you wouldn't want to sleep on. You know, right. other people don't either. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, you know, there's so many people are downsizing all the time and they have that guest room that's had, you know, maybe five people sleep on the bed, that sort of thing. Right. Um, but, but yeah, but because we're not selling the mattresses, we are able to just um, take them in and, and give them away. So, we do get a lot of requests for beds as well. Um, yeah, it's a big help, isn't it? Because people need a place to lay their head at night. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Um, I, I've been asked recently, you know, what's what's our impact and do we follow up with clients? Um, we don't have the bandwidth to do that currently, although we'd love to long term. That's part of the big term vision. 
Um, but, you know, and does a SOFA necessarily equal someone being self-sufficient in six months? Not necessarily, but mm -hmm. every day that you as an individual use a piece of furniture is a day that our services are making an impact in people's uh -huh. lives. So, you know, um, imagine sleeping on the floor for six months because you don't have a bed, you know, that's, that's going to impact the rest of your life in a negative way. Um, yeah, let me tell you. Having a bed. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you, if I slept on the floor for a night, I'd be dead. Oh my gosh. I have a bad back. There's no way I could do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so, so do a lot of the people that was, you know, um, yeah. we have, uh, oh, that's, a, that's another part that I think is, is kind of special about us is that everybody needs furniture. We serve such a diverse group of people, you know, mm -hmm. from um, DV survivors that are relocating to people in recovery that are starting over to people with disabilities that are living on a fixed income and just simply do not have the, the funds to, to pay for things. Seniors, same thing. The seniors, they break my heart um, <laughs> because yeah. they, you know, um, it's 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 very sad to me that that someone can be you know on the on the downhill of their life and still kind of be in the survival mode place where they don't have all their basic needs met. And but it seems to be getting worse by the day them. too, right? And it seems like as days go by, it gets worse and worse. Like we're not getting better, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's we're, unfortunate. We're not taking on that mission. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit bigger systemic. That's, you know, that's a whole other whatever. that's a whole other problem, right? Yeah, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, it really is, and I agree with you. You know, it's great that you're able to you know have this mission and and help out when you can help out, you know, that's a yeah. really, really good thing that you're doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, clients do, I, this is a, a regular question that we get asked. Um, people do have to apply to our program. Um, it's an income based program. So, uh, you know, but we set our income uh, levels higher than the general, like, food stamps and those other sorts of uh, programs uh -huh. because uh, there's so many people that are living paycheck to paycheck um and, that don't qualify for a lot of those other uh social service programs but they right. still absolutely need need support that's uh, uh -huh. what united way calls the alice population gotcha and so yeah they're the they're the paycheck to paycheck the working poor the uh you know I'm going to pay BG&E this month and water next month and kind of juggling and, and things like that. They, they don't have any room to save either. So yeah. um, we like to make the services available to them as, as well. Again, because there's so much stuff, you know, there's <laughs> people always have items um, that they're getting rid of or, you know, for whatever reason they don't need anymore. Right. Yeah. It's such a great program. So how do we contact yeah. you? How do we find you? Um, so I would say um, best thing is to get our website. It's um, www.freshstartmd.org. Uh, also, our phone number is 443-519-2464. And we do serve primarily Harford County. Um, so if, if uh, someone's not in Harford County, but... Uh, they're still looking for services. We're happy to connect. There's a, a couple of different programs in Baltimore County and um, on the other side of Baltimore County towards DC area. So uh, we'll refer out when when we can. 
if yeah. needed. Yeah. Any plans of branching out beyond Hartford County for you guys specifically? At the moment, not not necessarily. No. Yeah, you have enough um, going on, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. We're seeing an increased need here, and yeah. I, and I, I see room for us to to grow here. Um, you know, we're a very important part of the county's continuum of care here. Um, all of the major housing organizations like Harford Family House and Sark uh-huh. and Anna's House and Harford Community Action Agency, they all refer to us, and they all count on us to help them meet their mission right so you know yeah there 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 is need all over the place but sometimes the best thing you can do is just kind of focus keep keep your focus um, right you know yeah absolutely so that's, that's what we're working on right now and who knows maybe one day right. <laughs> maybe one day very inspiring alicia i really appreciate you coming on and telling your story it's it's been a, a very good um very good interview i really appreciate it you're doing good awesome. things. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much for, for the opportunity to share with your audience. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Alicia, thanks again for coming on. And um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Continue doing good things. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. You've been listening to the QAC Team Podcast with your host, Charles Luttrell. Connect with us on the web at qacteam.com. Facebook and Instagram at QAC.team. Thanks for listening.